It's Black Joy Friday. No. Oh, it is my birthday. So. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. Come on, choir. Happy. Where's Stevie Wonder, Carlos? when we sing happy birthday as a group and black people are all like what no am i jeremiah how old are you i'm 29 29 years old it's been a time i feel like it really just hit you yeah now that I think about it, I should have been. I don't know why I didn't celebrate my birthday at Smart Funny and Black last week when we left. Why didn't you? I wasn't thinking about it. I was like, oh. I mean, he was working. I was working, but I still should have my birthday. Yeah, we would have had you come on stage. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, it's his birthday. Are you doing anything special? Um, Not special. I, I feel like what I. Birthdays are too much pressure because you feel like you have to do something really great, and I feel like it gives you anxiety to do that versus just be intentional like and do things for you so like I'm going to see Usher that's part of my oh that's right that's yes. in June but that's part of my birthday like give to myself like little things so, but I feel like the day is just more so about being present being uh grateful grateful, grateful that you alive okay Especially are you doing anything for Memorial era. Day I do want to go to this little festival thing in LA with the black people I might okay. pop up there and see what the black people are doing maybe they'll yeah and you can have like a birthday moment there <laughs> Everybody's my birthday. Yay! <laughs> then they'll do the like five part harmony for me. Yes, they will actually. They'll do the electric slide for you. They'll wobble for you. You know, black people love a birthday. They do. They do. Somebody, somebody will get you a mimosa because that's really black drank, really love a drank. Yes, all yes. the things. Yes. Well, I'm I'm glad that we get to celebrate your birthday here at. The Amanda Seal Show, Summer Birthdays. Yes. I used to always hate that I never got to celebrate my birthday during the school year. Same. Right? I did it one, one year, I remember, I think, like, in first grade, my birthday was still, we were still in school, then, like, mm-hmm. shifted the calendar, and that was the last time I remember being there. It was such a big deal at my school, like, people would always get all these balloons, like, it was a big thing. I'll never forget, I had a, my, my best friend in kindergarten, his name was Marvin, shout out to Marvin, wherever you were in the world. His birthday was in, in January, and it was like the year 2000. Oh. So everything was happening. Everything was happening. I was like, I was, I remember being so jealous. I was like, his birthday <laughs> is in the millennium. <laughs> but also didn't realize, too, my cousin told me this. I just used to think that you have to wait till your birthday year comes back around for you to turn a new age. So I, I thought in my head as a kid, I had to wait till May 26, 1994, comes back for a birthday. <laughs> And she's like, it doesn't work that way. It's so she was like, year. you'll get your birthday this year too, and uh-huh. you'll be older. But I was like, but Marvin got the. It, the big- it, it, it really wasn't about Marvin. It was just like everything was like a new decade. I mean, a new millennium. So yes. everybody was like on ten, and I wanted that fanfare, and I didn't get it. Well, my birthday is July first, and so everyone's like, yeah, 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 July fourth. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, but nothing's worth having. Nothing is worse than having like a Christmas birthday. Cause I, that would suck. My mom has like a birthday real close to Mother's Day, so she's definitely getting the double whammy. Right, happy Mother's Birthday! Yes, exactly. All right, well, it is Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, this is our Friday fun day, everybody. So you know how it goes on Fridays. We like to give you all Black Joy stories. That's We're gonna right. give you the Black Span. Jeremiah, like the Bible is gonna give you his people verses. Let mm-hmm. y'all know who the people are talking about on the internet this week. And I'm gonna share with y'all my things I learned this week. That's right. So we got all that and more. So keep it like right here. The Amanda Seal Show. But We'll be right back with our first Black Joy story of the day. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals show. They call me Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. I'll be announcing uh, the release date for my new 
stand-up special very shortly, by the way. Oh, I don't know why I felt the need to say that right now, <laughs> but just want to let y'all know. So stick around for that. Uh, but more importantly, it is time for a story of black joy. Now, Amanda Seals, hmm? I know you are a lifelong diehard Sisters with Voices. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, AKA I am. SWV. So you'll love this story. I am. So SWV's very own Coco and Lily were inducted into the Bronx Walk of Fame last week. And they actually got unveiled a new street sign that's named after them. Can you believe that? That's crazy. So they're going to be a part of history forever, especially the Bronx. You know, one thing about the Bronx, I'm not even from New York, but I know the Bronx reps really hard. and they want Very you to hard. Know they the literally have a the in front of their city name. <laughs> They're like, we're not just Bronx. We're the Bronx. So how do you feel about this as a lifelong SWV fan? Get your flowers, <laughs> please. Get your flowers, get your street signs, get your stars on all the walks of fame. You know, I love me some SWV. SWV mm-hmm. has hits for days. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like they're really down to earth. They're really dope. And I just think as as far as R&B groups go, I love that they have stayed together. Yeah. Um, and they have worked through their issues. And we got, we even got to watch them work through their issues. So that was been, that's been beautiful. I also saw a video where they actually went to a bodega in the Bronx and they found like some butter crunch cookies and they took them, it took them back to their nostalgia as kids. And they were like, so excited. Like literally Taj was like burrowing through a box. Like, yes, you know, they are quintessentially like New York, New York. When you hear Lily talk, (laughs) you'd be like, Oh, like you're really New York. There's this clip from when they did the show with SW, not SW with escape. And they're like, they're not arguing, but there's like something happening. And, um, Coco and Lily, Coco was like, Y'all not ain't y'all from New York? Like, what's going on? Like, y'all gonna do y'all like this? It's so funny. I love it. So, yes, this is definitely what we would consider a story of black joy. Hit us up with your favorite SWV songs. You know what mine is? What? You thought it was weak, didn't you? I'm so into you. No. Um, Oh, I know what yours is. What? Downtown. I gotta go downtown. <laughs> That's the way to my love. I'm telling you, I heard that playing in Office Depot one time and I was like, oh, y'all don't know what they're singing about. We got to get them on the show. That was a ski, ski, ski song before they <laughs> even, before they knew, before they knew. We definitely, one day, I, listen, Lily Kulzak, if I had Lily right now, I was like, come on the show. She'd be like, what time? What's going down? You got to do it for the culture. We got to do even more for the culture, and that's why we're sticking around right here. We got the Amanda Seals Show coming up. We got more for you. Don't move. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here with... Jeremiah, like the Bible. I've been saying I want to hear from y'all about... <laughs> why are you laughing? Because I know what you're about to say. I want to hear from them. I've been saying, yo, it... <laughs> Far too often, we as a black community, we do not get involved in elections until like right at the 11th hour. And then mm-hmm. we're like, OK, you better do what we say. See, our vote doesn't matter. Now I'm not going to vote. And it's like that is not a practical way of doing anything, by the way. Uh, but when it comes to the president election, presidential election that's coming up next year, I want to hear from you all about what would you want to hear from these candidates that would make you vote for them? Not what you thought they did or what you think right. they did. What would you want to hear at this point in time, as they are, you know, preparing for this election, what would you want to hear from them as their platform in order for you to vote for them? And if you're somebody that doesn't vote at all, what would you need to hear that would even inspire you to vote? Hello, my name is Rocky Booker. I'm calling from Houston, Texas. And I wanted to talk about what I want to see in our future president as far as what they should be standing for. And one of the things that I would love to hear more people talk about is mandatory paid maternity leave. I just feel like it is utterly disgusting how our country handles 
new mothers, um, especially with the forceful tactics as far as making them go back to work too early. Um, one lady that I work with, for example, she had a baby and two weeks later she was back in the office. And I just feel like that was just way too soon. Um, mentally, as well as physically, it takes longer than two weeks. Or, you know, if you have short-term disability, six weeks to recover from having a baby. Um, and then if you are lucky enough to have those paid that paid time off, it's capped at a certain percentage of your income, so you don't even get the full income. And we all know with inflation right now, it's hard enough to make it on your regular income, let alone a percentage. Um, not to mention just people who don't have any other choice but to go back to work because they don't have any sort of benefits with their job as far as you know paid time off. Um, I mean, really, I just feel like six months at the bare minimum should be a standard, if not a full year. Those are just my thoughts. I feel like mothers are one of the most overlooked when it comes to depression and, you know, all that good stuff because we're expected to keep it together. And, you know, having a new baby is a joyous time, quote, unquote. And although it is, we just need to be more aware and honest with ourselves about what's really going on with these new moms and what can we do as a country to protect those moms but that is all i got thank y'all for listening we got more show for you don't go anywhere it's a friday friday here at the amanda seal show the amanda seal show we up we up we up okay now since that's something important to say allow me to reintroduce myself a public seals announcement on the Amanda Seal Show. I was talking to my therapist. That's one of the ways that I deal with my mental health. I went through a very traumatic experience recently. I was telling my therapist that I was kind of concerned that I wasn't like in pieces on the floor. You know, it wasn't that I didn't feel it. It wasn't that I haven't been affected by it. I'm wondering, am I being avoidant? Am I being disconnected? Like, am I not dealing with this? And she was like, you know, Amanda, when you are not able to function because of something, that means you're not dealing with it. It's dealing with you. She was like, you're not someone who runs from things. You're not someone who hides from things. You are absolutely consciously aware of what's taking place. You're just at a point in your life where you have learned how to manage things in a fashion that doesn't create dysfunctionality. You're talking to me because you're managing the thing. And I was like, oh, growth. Now, before I finish, let me just say, I did not come here to show out. did not come here to impress you. Because to tell you the truth, when I leave here, I'm gone. And I don't care what you think about me. But just remember, when it hits the fan, brother, whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say the Amanda Seal Show. Lie to you, Jack. Pick up the phone and dial. What's up, y'all? It's Amanda Seals. And Jeremiah Like the Bible. And you've reached the, the Amanda, Amanda Seals Show. We love hearing your opinions on the things we discuss. And that's why we love when you give us a call and speak your mind. You know what to do with the beep. Leave that message. Hey, Amanda. Um, I just heard your discussion about the, um, the jobs and careers. I want to mention payroll. I started in payroll fresh out of college, didn't know anything. And it was a lot of older ladies in the room. So they really took me on their wings and they really taught me payroll. So now being in my early 30s doing payroll for such a long time, um, the longer experience you have, the more money you can get paid. You know, sister getting paid six figures, you know, now at this point. So I think what experience um, really more under your breath. And then just with technology changing from 
um, the aspect of the job, um, that also brings in more money, more, you know, experience. But I just want to give my tidbit. Love you, girl. Bye. Good morning, Amanda. And this is Tina. I'm an LVN of 30 years. And nursing is a field that you actually need to have some experience. I call the new nurses clickers because they know how to come in, work the computer system much better than I do. However, the experience of when a code occurs, what needs to be done, the empathy that you have for your residents as well as your family members, it really makes a difference. So I hope I get through to your show. But if I don't, I love you, love you, love you, and have a good day. Bye. Hey, what up, Amanda? This is your girl, Tony from Cleveland, calling in with a thing I learned today. I am Dominican, which is black, for those of y'all sleep in the back of the room. And I also love Nigerian food. So if you're Dominican or Caribbean, you probably eat yuca or cassava, I think is the white people word for it. And in Nigeria, you know, they eat their fufu, their pounded yam. Did you know that that's made out of cassava? Anyway, um, I thought it reminded me of your Diaspora Wars episode. Um, even though we think we're different, we're all the same. Y'all eat the same shit. Slave shit stopped in Africa and in the Caribbean. All one love. Appreciate you. I love you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. We got our first things right. I learned this week, caller. You guys. I have been begging for y'all to call me and tell me about things that you have learned. I did not know that. I didn't either. I did not know that. I also want to correct something, though, because she did say, like, oh, you know, we're all the same. The Diaspora Wars episode of Small Doses Podcast talks about the fact that fact is we keep using like there's a lot of black folks across the diaspora. Mm -hmm. We have different cultures. We have mm -hmm. our different like uniqueness. Right. But then a lot of times like those things get like pitted against each other. Mm -hmm. And it says like, oh, I, ours is better. Ours is better. Ours is better. But we have to acknowledge that like we're a part of the diaspora and a lot of our stuff has similarities. Right. And so a, there's a cultural thread between them. All. Yes. There's a cultural thread that like binds us together, but there's also a uniqueness in the ways that we created our own cultures within these spaces that we were uniquely dropped off at. If I say unique one more time, I'm going to slap myself <laughs> in the face, but nonetheless, I, I'm just overjoyed that we got the things I learned this week. And it was something that I didn't know. I didn't know either. So, you know, she connected the whole Amanda Steele's universe. She connected the radio show with the podcast. We love it. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, we speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. show happy friday more importantly happy birthday jeremiah you are an old man you're not I'm an old man. what do you have like in your vision for 29 did you ever have like a vision of what 29 would be no i haven't i mean i think 
approaching 29, like the past few weeks, I've really just been like, I need to get it together. What do you mean? We're just like... You literally have two jobs. What together? Do, what do you mean? Not, in that case, I think sometimes we look at like, I have career kind of got it together, but like as an mm. individual get it together, like just mentally. How do you feel like you're not together as an individual? I mean, I think I, I, there's like mentally emotional work I have to do as I transition into like my 30s, I think. You like you're just like changing. You're just like oh, I need to reevaluate myself. It could be the Saturn return. Who knows? Maybe it's, maybe it's all. I think that's in really my what head. it is. I'm not even. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I'm like, who am I? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think that's also just like a part of um, emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. maturation, etc. Because those check-ins also allow you to make sure that you're like on a track that is like for your best health and yes. like serving you in the best way possible. I'm getting a therapist for 29. I asked my friend, like, how you got your therapist? She didn't text me back, but... (laughs) Oh, no, what she did text me back. She was like, actually, Jeremiah, I have OCD, so I don't think my therapist will help you. Have you ever seen a therapist? No. Why? I just haven't. (laughs) Why do you feel like it's time now? Um, I just feel like it'll help me, like... Well, you know, I'm not a crier. Like, I don't cry about anything. Like, I, I feel like I have... Emotion. I know I have emotions, but I feel like I'm just not. It's like an emotional wall I have. Interesting. And I'm like, I need to get over this hump. Hmm. Okay. It's 29, but I'm just like, I need. To. Well, you know, BetterHelp has been a really, a really good resource for a lot of people. The um, virtual. The virtual, mm-hmm. because it's also not only cost effective, but I've heard a lot of people say that it really just gets you the opportunity to find a therapist that is your right fit, right. which can be a lot harder when you're doing the in person. Um, because it means that you're like driving all over the place. You're like trying to figure it out. You're trying to get on people's schedule. Ooh. But I know that uh, like my my next door neighbor was telling me that she found her therapist on BetterHelp. She loves him. She was like, this is somebody that's like in North Carolina. But like she never would have had access to that right. person. I didn't think about that. Oh, wow. So something to think about and uh, a resource that I think all of you all can consider if you are looking at getting some therapeutic help, which I think is necessary for everybody. Not for it doesn't necessarily have to be forever, right? But I think it's a it's a valuable resource, and we here at the Amanda Seal Show are a valuable resource, we particularly are. on Fridays for stories of Black joy. That is correct. That and is correct. And so when we get back, we got one for you. Don't go anywhere, and give us a call one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. We'll be right back. Listen, laugh, and learn. Welcome back, hey guys. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm yes. Amanda Seals. It's Friday. It's mm-hmm. Jeremiah's birthday all day long. It's Jeremiah like the Bible's birthday all mm-hmm. day long. But you know, it is a Friday, so that means it's time for a story of black joy. So it's not Forrest Whitaker's birthday, but Forrest Whitaker is expanding his Whitaker Peace and Development Initiative with a new community learning center in the poorest area of France. So the center provides free accesses to courses for the youth, women, and other vulnerable groups. And focuses on, on ICT, entrepreneurships, and conflict resolution. We love that. We love people going abroad and doing good things and helping the people. Yes. I just feel like this is so random. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like a lot of people go to Africa. You know what I'm saying? But the reality is there's a lot of Africans in France, in yeah, Paris. I wonder what it is that made him feel like, okay, you know what? Like, this has to be happening and I need to be the one behind it. Because I didn't know that he spends, like, this much time in France. Right. Well, there are 15 other locations, by the way. So other places include South Sudan, so Africa, Mexico, Uganda, and South Africa. So, you know. So this is a continual uh, yes. project that he's working on. Fabulous. The, well. the Community well. Learning Center. You know what I think? It's also like just very basic that people don't understand is that overseas learning and getting access to education is like gold. Mm-hmm. 
You know, when we say knowledge is power, I don't think in America we really regard that in other places in the world, getting access to that knowledge is really difficult. The gatekeeping is there. Mm. There's also impoverishedness. Uh, there's also just tradition and culture that gets in the way a lot of times. So yeah. being able to create these gateways and break down these limitations is major. I love that. Shout out to Forrest Whitaker, you know, acting, directing, starting foundations. No, he said that uh, the latest location began began offering classes in late April. Already has over 70 students in courses that teach entrepreneurship. I love that. Communications, computer science and social mediation. And the goal is to have over 200 students by the end of the year. And this is in a neighborhood where the unemployment rate is 39 percent. Poverty is 34 percent and a bunch of crime rates. And we all know. That when you give people resources and you give them a way out, they often will go on the way up. Yeah. So thank you to Forrest. That is a, a story of black joy. We got more show for you. Don't go anywhere. It's a Friday Friday. Hey, Amanda Amanda Seal Seal show. Show. We up, we up, we up. Y'all, welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It is Amanda Seals here and it is time for Jeremiah Like the Bible and the People Verses. <laughs> All right, y'all. I know y'all was waiting. Y'all was like, it's his birthday. He not going to do it. He not going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> and I hate to do it because this also is a fellow Howard University bison. Would it be like that sometimes? I'm an equal opportunist when it comes to people versus. Or at least like y'all it. are. I'm just, I'm just an objective yes. person in this. Um, but today's people versus the people versus Candace Dillard Bassett, who's also known for being a part of the Real Housewives of Potomac. Oh, okay. But she was on Twitter, y'all. It's really the Twitter. The internet gets y'all in trouble. And she's receiving backlash because of her comments about some Philadelphia teens um, prom outfit. Mm. So someone tweeted, I'm officially scared for my daughter to go to prom. These kids look like they are going to the BET Awards. I'm not rich enough. And it kind of shows like this couple coming outside of their house with like a DJ. There's like a screen. There's balloons. It's fanfare. But you know, these kids are big. It's like a red carpet kind of thing. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh wow. I didn't even know they were doing all that. That's okay. where it gets tricky. Oh. Candace Reese uh, quote tweeted it saying, I pray this tacky overdone prime Ooh. trend is over by the time mine already. We not doing this. They look nice though. Oh. Amanda, you know Twitter. Black. Let's be, and also, out of context of this, Candace isn't always the most uh, favorable okay. member of the Housewives of Potomac. Okay. You know, she's had some other things in the past people kind of haven't necessarily made her her fa- made them their her favorite, mm-hmm. so they came for her neck. Amanda, they oh, decided gosh. to <laughs> let me hear. They decided to take pictures of every outfit she's ever worn and quote seated like I'm not you calling somebody tacky. Oh, there's a photo of her with a tutu and no. denim boots, oh, uh, hot knee high with sparkle bedazzles. There's a picture of her with some. <laughs> Nikes with a clear jacket. But she could have just kept quiet. She could have kept quiet. And people also at the same time were just like, they're kids. They're enjoying That's their the life. That's the part they're for fun. me. These black kids having a good time. So y'all, I think I think I know where I'm going with this. I do. But when it comes to the people versus Candace Dillard Bassett, I'm siding with the people. Uh, because at the end of the day, first of all, Candace, you not you not giving fashion a lot of times. Pretty girl. So that's what I was gonna girl. ask. Like, I mean, is it like a hit or miss thing, or is it that she is really not? It's a hit or fashion? miss. Honestly, I'm not saying she's the worst dress member. Because the worst the worst dress member of the Real Housewives of Potomac is Giselle Bryant. People know that. That's that's oh, the thing. Let me Google. Candace. She dresses nicely, but she has also had some weird outfits. So don't talk about nobody being tacky. Two, 
you grown. These are kids. Let these kids, they're not doing anything bad. You know, so they're not doing anything um, distasteful. They just living it up. Their parents got a little coin. They wanted to do something lavish for the, for the prom. We all grew up, went to our senior prom, and kind of wish we did, did our big one. Some people actually get to do Some people actually get to do their big one now. So, you know, let's revel in that. Black kids having fun. It's Black Joy Friday. Let's revel in that. Yeah. Let's revel in black kids having fun. Please. Mm-hmm. We got enough stories about and, black pain, black kids being uh, criminalized at school, et cetera. Right. Like, let's let's, let's check this out. Fun Amanda, if you don't want to do this for your kids, you ain't got to. You sure that's don't. the beauty of it all. So, you know, that's today's And we don't need to know. We, we don't need to know. I know it's Twitter people. I got to tell you. You ain't got to tell us. Because that's how you end up on the people versus. That's how you end up on the people versus. Well, there you have it, y'all. Jeremiah, like the Bible has spoken. Hate you, though. Hate you, you know. Hate you. Y'all, keep it locked right here the Amanda Seal Show. We got more show for you when we return. Like things I learned this week and more. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Things I learned this week. There's a lot you can learn from this What's up, y'all? This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's your boy, Jeremy, like the Bible on this Black Joy Friday, y'all. And Amanda, it is now time for one of my favorite segments on Black Joy Fridays. The things you learned this week. Things I learned this week. Yeah. Okay, first of all, did you know that CeeLo sang background on Waterfalls? No, I did not. I did not know this. Apparently, CeeLo was hanging out in the Stu studio and they were like, yo, um... Can you hop on this? Like, I like the way you sang. And just like that, he sang on it. And like, once you actually hear it, you're like, oh, wait, I do hear it. about y'all but i hear him um so something that i also learned is that on the census in america the united states census right which is basically like um a survey of who is living here Mm -hmm. in the united states Mm -hmm. middle eastern people check the box white interesting they check the box white because basically Everyone of North African descent checks it because back in 1909, a man argued before the California court that if he was Mongolian, which is what people from the region were being classified as back then, mm-hmm. then so was Jesus. So he was saying that, you know, if, 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 if you're saying that the Middle East at that time was being considered Mongolia mm-hmm. and this is where, uh, you know, you're saying that I'm Mongolian, then so was Jesus. Do you understand the court freaked out and felt like they could not run from this logic? So instead of admitting that Jesus wasn't white, they said, you know what? Y'all white. Do you understand how crazy that is? Accurate, though. That's very American. Listen. And so fast forward is how you get Megyn Kelly when she was sitting up on Fox News talking about Jesus is white. And we should get to have white Santa and white Jesus, baby. None of them. Santa made up and Jesus was a whole brown person from the Middle East, which actually is actually Africa. Mm-hmm. But they started calling it the Middle East for a whole other reason that I will refer, that I will share with y'all one day on things I learned this week. Something else I learned this week is that Washington is considered the blackest name in America. Washington. Really? Yes. So speaking of the census, the 2000 U.S. census counted 163,036 people with the surname Washington and 90 percent of them were African-American. 
Interesting. I did not know that. Well, of course, we also understand that the most famous Washington is George. And there's, of course, Washington all over countless streets, buildings, mountains, whatever. And basically, before emancipation, many enslaved black people chose their own surnames Mm -hmm. to uh, establish their identities. And even... So I know a lot of people think like, oh, that was just after emancipation. No, even before emancipation, black people were like, nah, like this is what my name is. This is what my name is. But historians theorize that afterward, large numbers of black folks chose the name Washington in the process of asserting their freedom because, I mean, this guy was the president and we had learned about it. So why not? So that's that. Washington, if your name Washington and you black, baby, you got the blackest last name in America. Okay, Denzel. Things I learned this week. Keep it locked right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Pick up the phone and dab. What's up, y'all? It's Amanda Seals. And Jeremy, like the Bible. And you've reached the, the Amanda, Amanda Seal Show. We love hearing your opinions on the things we discuss. And that's why we love when you give us a call and speak your mind. You know what to do with the beep. Leave that message. I just wanted to chime in on the older politicians and how they're aging out and what they can do and still be relative um, to the nation. Um, One thing my suggestion is, is volunteer. You know, you have lots of uh, input and the world, the whole country needs um, a volunteer in every aspect. And so give your time back. It might be free, but I'm sure, you know, um, it's meaningful. And I just wanted to shout out to Amanda. So that's my thought for the day. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Jeremiah. This is Courtney in Atlanta, and I am calling about things I learned this week. So I follow Merriam-Webster on uh, the Instagrams, and today I learned about a blot reduplication. I might have pronounced that incorrectly, but basically... If you have three words, the order usually goes I, then A, then O. So like okay. tic-tac-toe. Um, okay. And if there are only two words, I is the first, and then the second is either A or O. So like click-clack right. or King Kong. Okay. And this is just a rule that we all know. So like spot spit doesn't sound right to us or flop flip doesn't sound right to us because oh. of the oblot reduplication. Anyway, I hope y'all are having a great day. Thank you. Wow. I have never right. heard of this before, but she's right. Flop flip uh-huh. wouldn't feel right. Even like I, like tic-tac-toe. I mean, like we know it as tic-tac-toe, but mm-hmm. even when I'm writing stuff like or coming up with like titles for things, mm-hmm. I bet you that that is a part of right. the way that some, things like flow. Whenever you'll say like, oh, that don't sound right. right. That don't sound right. The ablot duplication i love this oh my oh god my. y'all are actually calling in with things you learned this week i cannot express to you do you hear the excitement do you hear it do you hear it i'm almost as excited as i am for it being jeremiah's birthday yes. this is a gift for me and it's also things we didn't know because oh. i have never thought also english is a very <laughs> crazy language so i'm sure there's multiple rules we don't know about i am and our subconscious says like, like you said you kind of do it automatically yeah. not realizing you're doing it 
That's fascinating. Now I'm going to look it up. Look what you got me doing. Look at things up, girl. Y'all, you can get me this excited too. All you got to do is call me up with something you learned this week. one 855 amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Keep it locked. We got more show for you. We got Black Joy on the way. We got, of course, Jeremiah's People Versus. And we got uh, some, ooh, we got a game. We do. Ooh, we got a game. You know you love when we play games, but you know we don't play games. All right? Also later in the show... Smart Bunny and Black hosted Wayne Brady versus Jaleel White on our show in Los Angeles last Thursday. And let me tell you, it was an affair to remember. Well, for the Black Spin, we have Wayne Brady's old school rap that he kicked live off the dome in front of folks. And we want y'all to hear it. So keep it locked right here. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. favorite comedian and common sense specialist, but we have Jeremiah like the Bible, who is our birthday boy. Hello. You know who's getting on my nerves. <laughs> okay. You got me the birthday boy. People used to walk around with the pins with the money on it. I get it. It's your birthday. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> Why did you like the pins with the money on it? I actually used to like that. I never, I never did that, but I used to like that. I used to be like, okay. We get it, it's your birthday. I'm not a birthday person. You are, I was going to say, you're actually a birthday hater. <laughs> you know what it is? Birthday people do so much, it makes me like, uh, I feel like I'm the antithesis of that now. Because they. it's like, there's no middle ground. We're the people who just like, let's go to the Red Lobster for my birthday. Have a little gathering without the extra shenanigans. I feel like I'm that kind of person. Like, okay. I'm not really like a big, like, birthday person with a lot of people. All month. Jets. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not doing word. that. I'm not doing that. I mean, my mom has always been very, very big about like, we're going to have mm. gifts. Like, it's going to be a whole thing. And that has also transitioned over to Devon. Like, he is expected to like... Get it, get it. Make it... Oh, he's just expected to make it special. Mm. I don't mean that it has to be like, I don't need a lot of gifts. I just mean like, make it a moment. Acknowledge it. Make yeah, it. like last year, like he knows that I love spaghetti for breakfast. So okay. two years in a row now... <laughs> Two years in a row, he has, like, set up a spaghetti, like, breakfast. And, like, last year, we, like, left for Ireland, like, on my birthday. So before we left for the airport, he, like, set up a whole, like, Italian, like, a like a table with a tablecloth and everything. A whole lady in the Trent moment. Yes, like, outside by the pool. So should I book a flight to Ireland tonight? Is that what's happening? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> And it be back on Monday for the show? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Well, we are here on Friday with more Black Joy stories for you because mm-hmm. that's what we do. When we get back, we're going to keep our word and give you some more Black Joy. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and you know what time it is. It's time for... A Story of Black Joy. 
So Amanda, we're going to talk about the co-founder of Black Voters Matter, Latasha Brown, because Latasha Brown received her flowers as an advocate for equality during the prestigious Miss Foundation Women of Vision Award Gala. So it's one of the nation's oldest women's foundation and it's celebrating its 50th anniversary. Like hip hop. Like hip like hip hop. <laughs> when they was doing this, they was in the corner doing them beats and beatboxing and, you know, break dancing. Women matter. And if you guys don't know, so Black Voters Matters actually started in 2016 as a voting rights and community empowerment organization to increase the power in marginalized, predominantly black um, communities. Because, you know, they always trying to take our votes. They're trying to take them to this day. Well, you know, uh, Latasha is just a tireless champion for voting rights. Mm -hmm. You can listen to her on a uh, Small Doses episode, Side Effects of Voting. Everybody Uh, been on Small Doses. That's right, baby. Everybody (laughs) has been on Small Doses. And some of y'all are just learning about Small Doses podcasts. But, you know, make sure you continue to check it out. They can go back and check out. Yeah, because you're going to be like, oh, wow. Like, y'all have been here for like a long time. Yes, five years to be exact. But Latasha really just consistently holds fast to the fact that like if we are not engaging civically as black folks then we really are just shooting ourselves in the foot and Mm -hmm. this came when she actually ran for office herself in georgia and she got shaded with the fact that there was redlining and gerrymandering and she was like you know what this can't keep happening she was also a very 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 big part of making sure that stacey abrams got the Mm -hmm. shot that she got and and helping georgia to turn blue I don't think people acknowledge how much like work is being done on the ground. Yeah, that's the work that matters. Right. To help us, not even just like to get to vote, but even day of. Like, I remember watching a documentary where like yes. people were literally calling, like, they don't let us vote. And people are coming down from organizations, yes, like literally man. standing with them, like, we gonna stay here to the, the people close. And we sure are going to sort this out. People are like shuttling folks from places, yes. they bring in water, like doing all the things. Latasha is one of those folks, and you know, she's somebody who I think we have to remember in like the new heroes mm-hmm. of our time. Like we talk about folks historically like Fannie Lou Hamer, Mm -hmm. Diane Nash, Coretta Scott King, et cetera. When we look at the new heroes of our time, we have to acknowledge that there are people who are really organizing. They're doing the work. And she is somebody. Let's talk about that. We need people. That's why she's getting these awards. We need people to start canonizing history and like really like putting it on record. You know what? You are always saying that. Why don't you just do it? Because I'm here doing this with you. So I don't have a free time. But everybody else is starting these podcasts. Don't buy a podcast, Mike. <laughs> Figure out. Let me write a, a book. Let me do something, you know, to really preserve, like you said, these people. Because, again, we lean on our our predecessors like Fannie Lou, MLK, Rosa Parks. And they're important. But people are right now also doing the work and continuing the work. So. So, Jeremiah, I just want to be clear. I have like 10 jobs. <laughs> So don't you ever sit here and tell me I'm doing this with you so I can't canonize history. I don't know if I want jobs, though. I don't know if I need that. You don't need 10. You don't need 10. I just told you I need a therapist. That's my <laughs> third job, going to therapy. Oh, my God. But I do want to know before we go out that the group also just announced on Twitter the um, the Block is Hot campaign. I mean, tour. So basically blaze the trail for environmental justice. That's also a big thing happening now. Yeah. All of this is, all of this is, sorry, all of this is synergistic, mm-hmm. right? Because that also should affect how you vote. Mm-hmm. Like, are you voting for people that actually care <laughs> right. about the fact that the earth is burning and that in that we have environmental racism? New York is sinking. Ooh, child. It's a, flooding. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. My house has leaks all over the place because 2020 are now liars. It does rain in Southern California. Very much so. A lot. A lot. That has been a story of black joy. You know what to do. Don't go anywhere. This is the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. I started off real somber, but I don't want to be somber, Jeremiah. I don't either. This break, we got to give our flowers to Ms. Tina. 
Turner. Tina. Now listen. I think um, when people pass on, it's so natural for us to say that's sad or for us Mm. to be depressed. But I really feel like Tina lived like such a full, incredible life. And uh, apparently there's an incredible documentary about Tina Turner that I got to check out that really displays this life. But well, that's also why we had to join it, add it in for Black Joy Friday, because yes. we celebrate our legends here at yes, the Amanda Steele Show. We celebrated Harry Belafonte a few weeks ago when he transitioned. And now it's time for us to give our flowers to the late, great legend, Tina Turner. We got to do it. We got to do it. Her HBO documentary is something to check out. I mean, we can talk about like the songs. Mm -hmm. I feel like Tina Turner was such an icon beyond just the music. Mm -hmm. She had a look. She had an energy about her. She went to France. She was out. She was like, I'm going to France. I'm living a whole other life over here. I mean, she changed her name. She did. She said, I'm keeping my name and I'm leaving. And then she changed it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a flex. That's a flex. Only big things for big, not big people. That's the thing. Like, her name was Anna Mae. Right. Th- then, like, Ike and her said, okay, Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. And she said, I know this isn't my actual name, but I'm, I'm keeping, keeping my name. And you can't take it back from me. No, you cannot. I actually learned, like, a few weeks ago, I, I remember telling you guys that um, I was traveled home to see my parents. Yep. You know, I was um, asking about, like, their lives growing up. And I found out that that's how my dad and his mom bonded. He used to love hearing her sing Tina Turner songs to him. Oh. And, like, to this day, like, when she passed, like, he, like, thinks of, like, Tina Turner when he hears, hears her music. He thinks of my grandma, grandma. So when I heard this news, I automatically thought of like my dad and my grandmother. Oh, that's beautiful. Rolling on a river. Rolling on a river. That private dancer. And that means that your grandma can sing because Tina was not short on the vocals. That's legendary voice. Also, it's distinct. You know, sometimes people have great voices, but it sounds like other people. When you hear Tina Turner, you know that's Tina. It's got that husk, that (laughs) rasp, but then that soul. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like rock and roll. It's soul. It's R&B. It's, listen... It's trauma. (laughs) Okay. But it's also resilience. Definitely resilient. And I think that's a beautiful thing that we learned watching Tina Turner's life, right? Mm -hmm. She was resilient. She didn't necessarily have everything land the way that we would want it to. Like she had to really push through and she made it to the other side and she made her own rules. Mm -hmm. And she has one of the, probably the best biopics ever. 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 (laughs) A lot of people be making biopics. They do. They really do. But what's love got to do with it, honey, has a lot to do with acting. Because we will to this day say... That Angela Bassett mm-hmm. was a robbed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if she had won for Wakanda. We still want the one for uh, What's Love Got to Do With It. It would have been for What's Love Got to Do right, With It. Right, like people right. are like, you owe her for that. <laughs> like literally growing up, I thought Angela Bassett was Tina Turner for a hot little second. The only reason I know Num Yo Ringing Yo <laughs> is from. <laughs> that movie. Yes. And that movie is, of course, based on the life of Tina Turner, who actually became a Buddhist. Mm-hmm. She was like, you know what? I need a whole other <laughs> spiritual connection to get past and through this situation. So honor, we love and we revere our greats and we give our flowers to the late, great Tina Turner. And we celebrate her life because it is a Friday Friday and it deserves to be celebrated. Yes. Keep it like right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We are. We are, we are. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. This is Jeremiah, like the Bible, joined by Amanda Seals. And it's Black Joy Friday, y'all. So we keeping the vibes going with the celebration of hip-hop, Amanda. You know, we usually do our black spin, but we got, we got something special today, too. We bring in the people a game I like to call Hot Bars, where you read some bars that I sourced from the interwebs and from some of my favorite lyricists. Ingo, tell us if it's a, how hot it is. So give it a temperature rating. Is it lukewarm? 
Is it a hundred <laughs> degrees? Is that hot tamale hot? You know. Okay. So it's on you. What's the first one you got for us? All right. The first one I got is <clears throat> blessings on blessings on blessings. Look at my life, man. That's lessons on lessons on lessons. I treat the beat like it's a reverend. I tell the truth like, Father, forgive me. These are all my confessions. I believe this to, I mean, this is Big Sean. <laughs> I'm like, you had the whole cadence. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's Mr. Sean. This is Big Sean. Um, treat the beat like it's a reverend. I tell the truth like, Father, forgive me. These are all my confessions. And you talking about the Usher song. I was going to say, I really wish there was like an Usher, uh, Usher like reference. reference up in here somewhere. I don't think I understand. I treat the beat like it's a reverend. Um, so like when he comes into small doses, I'm going to have to ask him like, what does that what mean? What does that mean? Okay. <laughs> but I mean, for what it's worth, like Big Sean is like an actual MC. Mm. Like he's like an actual rapper. Mm. So I feel like sometimes, you know, when I get these hot bars, I'd be like, who actually wrote this? But <laughs> I know that he wrote this. I'm going to give this, I mean, I, but to that point, I don't think this is necessarily like really excessively clever mm-hmm. or like made me be like, ooh. So I'm going to give this a, um, I'm going to give it a sriracha hot. <laughs> I mean, for some people that's kind of hot. Though. Some is people, it? Like, like a little spice, a little spice. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is like a kick. I'm going to give it like a, like a, <laughs> a little kick to you it. You got a little kick to it. Okay. All right. What's the next one you got for us? Okay. You ran off with a jump off, find a bridge and go jump with her. Sam Jackson, you took an L, got no juice. That's Pulp Fiction. Sam Jackson, you took an L. Okay, I get that. Okay. Got no juice. That's Pulp Fiction. Oh, well, do you get it? Because I spit hot fire. I had time okay. to sit with these before I get sick with <laughs> You ran off with a jump off on a bridge and go jump with her. Now my Sam, but you ran off with a jump off on a bridge and go jump with her, Sam Jackson. You look an L, got no juice. Okay, so the cadence, I'm, I can't figure out the cadence. Mm-hmm. Um, but the writing itself is very clever. Got no juice. That's Pulp Fiction. Both starred Sam L. Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pulp Fiction. It pulp is in juice. Yeah. There is no juice. So that is a flawed. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I actually would give this, I, I like that. I had to break that down Okay. and people don't be writing no more. They just be making sounds. They do. Having a human. Ha ha. So, so what's your, so what's your temperature writing? I'm going to give this a, um, mm. <laughs> that literally made me like audibly respond. So okay. I'm going to have to give this, What's like a really hot habanero? Oh, what's very hot. Okay, I'm going to give this habanero. Do you know who this is? Who? This is actually Sweetie on Uh-oh, her song. I wonder song, who wrote this. Her song B-A-N, which stands for blank, blank, blank. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, You're yeah. like, wait, we can't. We have to censor every right. word. Um, yeah. Like, I don't know who wrote this. She doesn't. I don't think she writes her raps. But so I'm not who wrote, I'm not sure who wrote this, but they they did a good job. All right. Let's go. Let's hit another one. Okay. This is the last one. 42 millimeter was made in Geneva. Yeah, I probably should go to Yeshiva. We went to Ibiza. Yeah, I probably should go link with Yeezy. I need me some Jesus. I need me some Jesus. But as soon as I started confessing my sins, he wouldn't believe us. Because I spit hot fire. First of all, I like the flow. That was like Eva's. Yeah, for, but I like that. I like that. This this sounds like Pusha T. 
42 millimeter was made in Geneva. Yeah, I probably should go to Yeshiva. We went to Ibiza. Yeah, I probably should go link with Yeezy. I need me some Jesus. But as soon as I started confessing my sins, he wouldn't believe us. That sounds like Pusha T. I don't know if it is, but it sounds like Pusha T. Also, I just appreciate that the rap includes like different locations. Mm-hmm. Like it's clearly like it has like a cosmopolitanness. To, like people are like Yeshiva. What's Yeshiva? Well, uh, Yeshiva is Yeshiva College, which is a theatre. It's a, a Jewish the, like theology school, a Jewish theology school in uh, New York. Ibiza is like a party town mm-hmm. in Spain. So it's like I probably should go to Yeshiva, but I went to Ibiza. Um, I don't know who said this. Tell me your writing first and I can say who said it. 42 millimeter was in Geneva. Yeah, I probably should go to Yeshiva. We went to Ibiza. Yeah, I probably should go to Lincoln, DC. I mean, if you tell me this is Kodak Black, I'm going to be. It's not Kodak Black. Okay. I, I can attest to that. Um, I would give this. I mean, I like the flow mm-hmm. and I just like that it had like different references. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like for what it's worth, like it's referencing a gun, which is just like, oh, okay, whatever. But at least like there was a clever ref, like there was a clever route that was taken after that and that mm-hmm. was actually self reflective. So I appreciate that. So I'm going to say this is, I will give this, um, it's not an habanero, okay. but I'm going to give it, I will give it Sriracha as well. Okay. This is actually Drake. So oh, that doesn't surprise me. Drake, Drake be rapping. It's, it's actually the opposite of Pusha. Hilarious. His adversary. His adversary. But you know, Drake got raps. I will never forget when Drake said, button up your shirt. I, I, I give you the business of button up your shirt straight. Like I'll always love that. I love this game. We should bring it back. We should bring it back. Did y'all like hot bars? Let us know. 1855 Mandy8 or DM me. You know, hit me on the Instagrams or follow us at Seal Said It. But I had a fun time. I did too. We don't talk enough about the raps. <laughs> y'all know I love the raps. Keep it locked right here. This is the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pick up the phone and dab. It's Amanda Seals. And Jeremiah Like the Bible. And you've reached the, the Amanda, Amanda Seals Show. We love hearing your opinions on the things we discuss. And that's why we love when you give us a call and speak your mind. You know what to do with the beep. Leave that message. Yeah, um, I would love to talk about my red flags in my current relationship. I've actually been with this guy on and off for the last, like, 15 years. And it's definitely a lot of red flags. And also on air, you said, um, do you put yourself first or do you put the relationship first? And that is something that I definitely deal with as of today. I'm always asking myself, should I leave? Because I know if I leave, I will better myself, better my future. I will be in a better position. Or do I stay and try to make this work, even though I feel like in my heart of hearts, it's not going to work out. Amanda, things I learned this week. I don't know if this is important enough for you to show <laughs> or to air, but I learned this week that alma mater doesn't just refer to school you went to. It also can refer to the school song. So I'm sitting at my daughter's uh, graduation and they say, next up, we're going to hear the choir sing the XXY school 
alma mater. And me and my husband looked at each other and said, I have no idea what they mean. Is it a typo? Well, then we had to get our Googles out, and it can <laughs> refer to a school song. So school song can be an alma mater and not just school itself. All right. Love you. Love everything you're doing. Stay up. Y'all better be calling me with these things you learned this week. I also don't feel like I knew that. I, I, I think I knew that in theory, like you right. know it. But one thing I do like about this is the fact that she was like, I'm not I'm not too big to Google this. Listen, her and her husband <laughs> said, we don't know this and now we will know this. Right. Sometimes you're like, oh, I'm just going to act like I know what's going on. You know what, though? <laughs> they were there with their daughter at a graduation. So that means that education mm-hmm. has taken a very prominent role in their household. But I love this because this means more people are going to call me with things they learned this week. So let's make this a weekly thing, y'all. Let's make this a weekly Friday thing that y'all call in with things that you learned this week because it just I love to I love learning I love learning and by the way you can also call in and tell us if you are (laughs) why do you always laugh when I say this if you are a black voter let us know what would you need the president-elect to tell you that he's gonna do if he gets elected for you to vote for him let me know. I want to know where we at, y'all. one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. We got more of a fun day Friday when we get back. So don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the birthday and I won't cry because I don't want to. You're a Gemini. Gemini. I feel like Geminis aren't criers. We're not. When's We're the last time you cried? Months ago at this point. Do you remember year. what it was for over? Probably like a video on the dodo. No, we was talking on the phone with you. That was the last time I cried. Oh, you, I witnessed, you, witnessed, you witnessed the cry. <laughs> <laughs> and before that, I don't know when the last time I cried. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was there. <laughs> so maybe like in like... That was December. Okay, so yeah, fifth December. to be exact. Really? Yes. Not that you know the day. <laughs> I remember that. It yeah. was the fifth of December. <laughs> the day I always remember, cause that was the day. Boom, boom, boom. boom. Jeremiah cried. It was indeed. So that's like something I cried. So you know, we yeah, we like so we like to keep it light. We're air signs. We're all about light and levity. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, I never knew that. We're also intellectuals. We like about learning things. So it's all about the mind. Well, that is an absolute fact. You are definitely all about learning things. You are a historian. Mm-hmm. Like, you watch documentaries nonstop. No, I have to watch. I can't sit through a whole documentary. It's rare. I usually have to watch it in, like, segments. I have to care about, care about the topic enough. But if I'm interested in it, I'm like, oh, I'm in this. What's going on? Or I gotta be on a plane. There's nowhere to go. Oh, yeah. A plane to get you. <laughs> There's nowhere to, to go. You. Well, you know what? We're not going anywhere quite yet because even on this day of Jeremiah's birthday, mm-hmm. we have other stories of black joy that we got to get to so we got to make sure to get to that and uh more because it's black joy friday that's right so stick around because it's the amanda seals show this is the amanda seals show it's amanda seals here and you know what time it is it's time for a story of black joy so to know me amanda is to know that i love to say being around the world and i i i it's true and at only 23 years old leona sarah Sarayo. Sarayo hopes to become the first black woman to fly across the, around the world. Around the world, Amanda. 
And out of all the licensed pilots in the U.S., did you know that only less than 1% are black women? So she's paving the way for young black girls. So she plans to begin a three-month round-the-globe journey from New York in early August. And before returning home, she will take take a trip around to 33 countries in four continents. That's a big adventure. So I didn't know that this, like, hadn't been done already. Mm-hmm. But apparently, like, a white woman, Geraldine Jerry Mock, she did this in 2023, uh, being the, four, sorry, she did this in 1925. 2023 was the 49th anniversary of this. Really? So in 50, almost 50 years, a black woman hasn't done this. I mean, I just, you know, I do not love a black first. You know, that's not my, I do not like black first stories. But I thought it was fascinating that she even is taking this on and that it's taken so long. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I feel like black folks, we've been in the planes. We have. Tuskegee Airmen. But as a black woman, I feel like, you know, this is maybe still like uncharted waters that we are really like. Because the only one I know is Bessie Coleman. Well, uh, there's a black pilot uh, who flies for Alaska Airlines last really? I checked. And yes. And she like always addresses the whole plane. Like when she gets on the plane, she's like, yes, y'all, I am here to be your pilot. Like it's, it's a, it's a thing. Woman. It is very much a thing. And she, and I remember being on one of her flights and she had like just done some, some type of accomplishment as mm-hmm. the first black woman. And, you know, I was like another one of these, mm-hmm. but you know what? I'm gonna give it to her because it's an accolade. Also at 23 years old. That's also that's brave as very heck. brave to get in the plane. Like I'm gonna fly around the world. So apparently there are just over 158,000 licensed pilots in the U.S. Mm-hmm. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, of that number, just 2.6 percent, or about 4,100, are black, mm-hmm. and less than one percent of that are black women, which comes out to around like 150. Did you do that math in your head? You know I didn't do that math in my head. But I made it sound real. That was good. That yeah, was good. Yeah, that was good. Acting, acting, yeah. acting. She's an actress, guys. But no, I love this. Hopefully she documents it on social media like the kids do on the TikTok. Yeah. And like been around the world and I yeah, yeah. With Leona. We ain't talking about Lewis. <laughs> All right, that is a story of black joy. And we got more where that came from right here on a Friday Friday at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We we up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. This is Amanda Seals here on a Friday, Friday. What's up? What's up? It's Jeremiah Like the Bible over here. Now, Jeremiah Like the Bible, we're about to get into the black spin, and you were with me on Thursday of mm-hmm. last week when we were at Smart, Funny, and Black here in Los Angeles. We had Jaleel White and Wayne Brady. And of course, those are two like greatly hilarious, like funny people. But Wayne Brady, we know, is on another level. It's a legend right there. And he did not disappoint. And I was like, you know what? More people need to know about this. Mm-hmm. So we challenged him in the game, Explain It, to explain through a smart, funny, and black way, mm-hmm. old school hip hop. Well, y'all, you know it's Wayne Brady. <laughs> so he couldn't just be like, old school hip hop is blah, 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 blah. Instead, he decided to give us a five-minute freestyle off the dome, backed by our band, The Clapbacks. And you get to hear it right here on The Amanda Seals Show. Check it out. Now what you hear is not a tech, it's waiting up on the stage. And just think of me like a literary book, and I'ma turn every single page. Now I'ma get busy like Big Daddy Kane, and I'll watch a brother go to work. Uh, and let me take you back to 1972 to a DJ named Cooler. He was an immigrant from Jamaica on two turntables. Chance. And that song, the part of the song, for heaven's sake, that's what he called the break. And when they, when you all, y'all know the song, 
tracks that, that, that 50 years ago, maybe for a matter of fact to be exact, old school for these songs they were done, and they were done with glee, and with a bomb, and then it came all the way, and then it was passed down to me, because back in the day before Eminem and all of the white MCs, rap itself was a form of conscious rap within Twitter people, you see, they would use it as a way, just like in Africa, talking with the drums, but then they brought it back to the Bronx on the East Coast, and they gave you some, and then the first rappers, they talk like this, and everything just like this, but when the hip-hop skill did it, 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 it was a simple art form, and it's full, and yes, it was so simple, but it was great, and you could take it all in, and you could listen, digest it, and that's an art form that we created, born upon the backs of the different types of art forms that we created, and that's a fact. Rock and roll metamorphed into country music, they called it that. But then it took another route to R&B and soul in no time flat. They started with the breaks of music and they turned it in words worldwide. And now there's not a spot in this freaking world where somebody can't hide. We got hip-hop in the USA and Germany of all places. And hip-hop done by people that look like us and people with your faces. We got hip-hop, it's a thing, it's a culture trend. I'm out. Oh, I forgot. Oh, <laughs> That's another week in the bag. Jeremiah. Yes. This is just the beginning of your day. It is the beginning of my 29th year of life. That's what I meant to say. It's the beginning of your 29th year of life. Mm-hmm. You are flourishing. One, what do you, what are you thinking about? I don't want to get you to, you know, I was just about to ask you about 30. It's like, girl, the, he, the man just turned 29. Right, right. The man just turned 29. Well, do you have any like um, goals for this year? I think I want to just continue because even before my birthday, like just going into 2023, I was like, I want to be more intentional about just becoming a better version of myself um, by also just kind of doing things that I really enjoy. Like make sure I'm, I, I think sometimes we feel like life is be great one day, but you have to actively curate your life yes. to, to enjoy it, to be great. And I'm like, sometimes I feel like before I wasn't doing those things. So I'm mm-hmm. like, all that's in my control. Like how my day starts, my day looks like, what my week looks like, what my month looks like. All those things are in my control. So really being more intentional about doing things that I enjoy and, you know, spreading love, being a better person. Oh, wow. All those things. Big plans. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Check back in at 30 and see if I was a better person. <laughs> well, we want to wish you a happy birthday from all of us here at the Amanda Seals Show. And shout out to everybody else who is on Gemini and celebrating your birthdays this weekend. When we get back on Monday, you know, we got more laughs and facts we got the big up let down mm-hmm. we've got all of that the same old good stuff that we give you every monday uh, and we want to make sure that everybody has a very beautiful and joyous and 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 joyous that's a new one and enjoyous enjoyable weekend remember we are each other's business when we look out for each other we lift each other up if you're bored this weekend make sure you check out small doses podcast all right you can listen to it wherever you get your podcast you can watch on youtube at amanda seals tv we're trying to get to a hundred thousand subscribers on youtube and we need you all to help us get there we're trying to do that before June 1st, by the way. Yeah, I know. That's really soon. So let's get cracking. All right. Have a good weekend. Bye. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.